What? This is the Christmas stocking? Yes, it is. I'm Lee Cameron. The timing of this makes sense, trust me. Now it can be told. Vivian on Facebook suggested I talk about the three wise men. I didn't want to pre-announce that in case it didn't happen. But it's happening, Vivian! Took me long enough, right? We know the story. The baby Jesus was born in the manger and a star showed the three wise men or the three kings or the three magi where the baby was. Who were the three wise men? And what was up with those gifts? Gold? Frankincense? Myrrh? Really? Well, first of all, we don't actually know how many wise men there were. The Bible doesn't say how many there were. The common thought is the number three was settled on because the gifts are in the Bible, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Eastern Christianity often has 12 magi. I wonder if that's for each day between the birth and the so-called arrival of the kings. Oh, second of all, the number of days between Jesus' birth and the arrival of the wise men isn't in the Bible either. Third of all, out of the four officially canonical Gospels, the Gospel of Matthew is the only one that mentions them. None of the others do. The story itself is actually an exciting one if you really look at it. The wise men from the east came to Jerusalem where Herod was king, asking, Where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. This freaked Herod out a bit, along with the rest of Jerusalem. He got the chief priests and the scribes of the people and asked where the Messiah was supposed to be born, and they told him Bethlehem. And they told them that Bethlehem would become more important and the Messiah would shepherd God's people, Israel. So Herod secretly called the Magi, learned exactly when the star appeared, and told them to go look for the baby. And he said, when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. So they followed the star, which was always ahead of them. And when the star stopped, they entered the house it hovered over, found the baby with Mary, paid homage, and gave him the gifts. Then they had a dream telling them they'd better not return to Herod, he's up to no good, and they went back to their own country a different way. So the Bible actually doesn't say that they arrived 12 days later. In fact, it may have been up to two years later with the thought that Herod's massacre of the innocents included boys up to two years old. Another scary part of the story of Jesus. Magi is a Greek word, since the Gospel of Matthew's original text was Greek. The etymology of the word goes back to a Persian word, which has been linked to Zoroastrianism, which focuses a lot on stars and astrology, which was considered a science back then. The King James Bible called them wise men. Some call them astrologers. What they weren't, at least in the Gospel of Matthew, were kings. The Old Testament had prophecies that all kings shall fall down before him, and so it seems like they were kind of tied together. So you should be able to guess that the names of the Magi are not biblical either. Melchior from Persia, Caspar from India, and Balthazar from Babylonia. A lot of tradition has grown out of these names, but there are other traditions with other names that are difficult to pronounce, so I'm not going to try. There are a lot of pieces of Christian tradition and symbolism which have been attached to the wise men. They're different ages, from young to old. They're from different places in the world. They have different appearances all of which add up to the universality of the religion. So what is up with the gifts? That can actually be looked at as revolutionary, at the least surprising. Gold, frankincense, myrrh. These were things that poor people normally did not have, 
let alone receive his gifts. A precious metal and expensive spices? It's not like Mary and Joseph could give anything in return. These were generous gifts. And as Jews in the Roman Empire, they were away from home because they had to sign up for taxes. They were not expecting to receive things. Whether or not the Magi were kings, they were men of means. Men of means didn't give gifts to poor people back then. They took from poor people or they just left them alone. If gifts were ever given, something was expected in return. That was the way it worked. Mary and Joseph may have thought of that. They may have thought that maybe these guys wanted loyalty or a, a tribute or, or worse. But you know what? These gifts were just gifts. They didn't ask for anything in return. They didn't expect anything in return. That was revolutionary. That didn't happen. It reframed gift giving forever and in some ways reframed the relationship between rich and poor and the expectations. We have to admit it didn't all take, even with Christians, but things keep improving overall and hopefully will continue. Maybe they were kings, maybe they weren't, but it sure is a nice song. This is Found Wandering in the Christmas Stocking. We three kings of Orient are Bearing gifts we traverse afar Field and fountain, moor and mountain Following yonder star Born a king on Bethlehem's plain Gold I bring to crown him again King forever, ceasing never Over us all to reign Oh, star of wonder, star of night Star with royal beauty bright Westward leading, still proceed Sends a deity nigh, prayer and praising, voices raising, worshiping God most high. Myrrh is mine, its bitter perfume, breaths of life, of gathering steam, sorrowing, sighing. Bleeding, dying, sealed in a stone cold tomb. Oh, star of wonder, star of night, star with royal beauty bright. Westward leading, still proceeding, guide us thy birth.
Three Kings by Found Wandering in the Christmas Stocking. They normally perform Christmas concerts, but they weren't able to this year because of family and health needs. I hope things improve for you in 2018. They did post videos on YouTube. I'll link to them on mychristmasstocking.net, along with ways to get their studio music. And I want to thank Diana Butler Bass, who wrote a column in the Washington Post about the gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Really kind of changed the way I look at the whole thing. Of course, there's a link to that in the show notes, too. Of course! What's up to my peeps on Twitter? Hello, Joshua, at JNDVolsFan79. Hello, Katie Sue, at Katie underscore Sue. And she spells Katie, K-A-I-T-I. You can follow the Christmas stocking at Xmas stocking on Twitter, and I actually tweet all year. There are some quiet periods, but I like to post news and some other things. So, uh, you know, follow me. It's, it's all nice. You can't say that about all of Twitter. Jules, thanks for the love on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Christmas Stocking. Justin in Minnesota, he listened to the Christmas Wish on a midnight walk through town. I'm glad it worked for you. Phone line will be available all year long. 323-487-1225. 323-487-1225. Call and tell me whatever you want. You can wish somebody Merry Christmas. Get it done early. It's cool. Call me anytime. Esther sent me a note from the website's contact me page, mychristmasstocking.net slash contact hyphen me, or just click contact at the top of the page. You'll get to it. If you're on the phone, click the three lines and then click contact. So many ways to see the page these days. Anyway, you can also email me directly at topelf at mychristmasstocking.net. Esther wrote, Hi, your show is bringing me a lot of joy this Christmas as I cook, clean, write cards, drive. It's helping me find that fun spirit while missing family. Yeah, I know how that is. I love your song choices, too. I've been missing a lot of this music on the radio as it only plays certain songs over. And I've noticed that, too. It seems like the Christmas playlist is narrowing, and it's like, oh, man, I love this music, but just hearing the same songs over and over, it doesn't work for me. I have a huge iTunes playlist with all those songs and other songs, and I love hearing those songs along with the other songs. It makes everything fresher. Anyways, she says... I especially was moved by the song Snow and played it many times, just appreciating all its embracing of how Christmas is special, but sad too sometimes. And I think Esther is talking about the song Snow by Sleeping at Last, a.k.a. Ryan O'Neill, which opened the Christmas Stocking Summer Music Spectacular this past summer. If you haven't had a chance, check out the show. It's a great song. And, uh, and the Summer Music Spectacular is great to listen to anytime you need some Christmas. Thank you for writing, Esther. I would have written back, but you didn't give me your email address. 
Thanks to everyone who's given this year in the Christmas stocking. It's been a good year, thanks to you. Thank you, Patrick in Pennsylvania, for your generous gift. I really, really appreciate it, and thank you for all the support over the years. MyChristmasStocking.net slash contribute if you would like to give. And of course, whenever you want to find an episode of the Christmas Stocking, go back to long before the, uh, the podcast apps have. MyChristmasStocking.net, click that show notes, and you can find every single episode going all the way back to 2006. I'm Lee Cameron. I guess the next time I'll talk to you, at least on this show, is the Christmas Stocking Summer Music Spectacular. If you found any music you think may be pod safe, please let me know. I need music, and it takes me a long time to find, so the earlier you tell me, the better. I really appreciate it. Also, if you have any interest in, uh, in my help with a podcast, I'm also available for that, too. Have a great 2018, all right? And I will talk to you, assuming things don't get too crazy, which is always assuming a lot in my life. I'll talk to you this summer, in the Christmas stocking, believe it or not.